Welcome to the Crazy Dre Podcast Show, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. My podcast is growing somehow, somewhere. People from Germany, people from Japan is listening to my podcast. Just looked it up. My buddy here's Parlay Sean's back. It's so freaking awesome and great to be here. We also got a couple people from Virginia. I know. Maybe the FBI. I don't know. I don't know if it's my friends or if it's the FBI. I think it might be. I think one least be it might be an FBI. Okay. They have to keep track of my craziness. You know, Crazy J Podcast Show, son. So, we're going to start out with Sean's favorite college basketball team, his alma mater, Michigan State, Wisconsin. It looks like they're down by 12 points. Tell us what you think, Sean. Um, I have to really censor this right now. I mean, we are literally getting destroyed. I I love my team. Um, ninety percent of the time, buddy. I don't know how many times I call Blair or I call my buddy Pat before February, bitching and complaining about what the fuck is going on with this team. <laughs> and then somehow, somehow they become nineteen and twelve or nineteen and eleven, which is not very good. And then they make a run and they make it to the Sweet 16, which any other team would be very happy with. But not very many people are very happy with a 19 and 11 record. But, I mean, good God, we're 4 and 3. We're getting bent over without lube um, to the Wisconsin Badgers. I don't know what it is about Wisconsin. Uh, usually it's bad. It's usually worse when we're in Madison, but good God. And we're in East Lansing today, and I don't know. Well, I think you made it one hard to watch. Wisconsin slows the game down. Wisconsin is aggressive of, of, of the rebounds. I think that as I'm watching this game right now, Michigan State is having a couple of turnovers and a couple of... Uh, they can't make a broadside of a barn. No. What no. are they shooting, like 25% from the field? I think so. I think so. But you know what? This is all the... Se- oh, well... That's an air ball. Fucking air ball. Thank air God ball. there was somebody to rebound. Air ball. Cooper I picks mean, up the rebound from the air ball and scores two points. They're still down by eight now. So it's they, are, a, they are a second-half team, but they're... Yeah. But they're just kind of like Demando. Kind of like that team from Detroit. They're shooting 31% from the field. Oh, it's yeah. five of 16. Wisconsin is shooting lights out, eight of 14. 57%. They've already hit four threes, which is 12 of the points, which equals what Michigan State has on the board. Uh, look, look, look. There's no reason to stress out about it. You know why? I mean, I'm, I mean he'll be his own march, and it'll get over it, but it is what it is. And it's still, I think uh, University of Michigan has a better record than we do right now, I think. Well, yeah. I mean, oh. So, speaking of Michigan, uh, Juwan Howard is a – Back on the bench, but he's going to start as an assistant coach. Okay. Which is kind of weird because you're losing your head coaching job because you got a heart condition or a heart surgery, just came back from heart surgery. Uh, I think this might be maybe one of his last two years in Michigan just because he's not capable of keeping players and improving at least, right? Uh, yeah, I guess I was wrong. Michigan's four and four, but I mean Michigan State is not any better at four and three. They lost no. a tough one this weekend, eighty six, eighty three to the Oregon Ducks. Yeah, I mean, I don't think I don't know. I told you this before. I tell this again. When now, what did I tell you when we were at the hospital? When where we met about that Juwan Howard? You were the one who said, "Guess who's going? Who might be interviewed for that job?" And you weren't happy about it. No, because he's not. This is the first year. First. Not first year, but his first time as a head coach. And I really did not know his style of coaching. But it doesn't seem to be better than it was with uh, with Michigan's other coach, uh, Beeline. Yeah. It looked like, and he lost Dickerson. Yeah, and Kansas is doing good. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to focus too much on college basketball today. I mean, I know it's, it's only game eight, and I know that we're going to try to lap into this, but... I mean, we really need to focus on, I mean, before we start the NFL is the look, the look, disappointment of what I'm about to say. Look, look, Sean's been giving me little small bits and bits about Florida and Florida, I mean, Florida State's not in the ball game. I'm going to let Sean take the lead on this 
and he'll throw some fun facts about it. So you are super disappointed that Florida State got screwed. And we're going to talk about the Texas and what Washington game got screwed. Got screwed. But go with the run. So Florida State, first of all, this university is known for a lot. Deion Sanders went there. You had Charlie Ward. You had Jameis Winston, the stab, the crab stealer. I mean, there's a lot of big names at this university. This Travis kid was a phenomenal quarterback. He got hurt. Then the other quarterback got hurt. Okay, I get it. And I don't know the exact freaking number of how many players are on a college football team. I know there's 53 in the NFL, so I'm assuming that there's about 70 or 75 in college football. So there's 73 other kids on that team that deserve a, a, a chance or a dream. And unfortunately, when the BCS came out on Sunday, they left a 13-0 and team out. And this is only the second time that they've done this, which they left UCF, Central Florida, out in 2017. Mm-hmm. And that was when jo- the, the Hypo kid, which was the quarterback for Oklahoma, and he was down there, and they tried to do whatever. And... That conference is a lot worse than the ACC. The ACC is a Power 5 conference. I get it. UCF is in the the Conference USA, and it's not a very good conference. It's not. But if we were in college basketball, they would have been in, and they would have been probably placed at, you know, they would have been rewarded like Houston in college basketball, and they might have. Probably 8-9. No, I would say like a 4 seed. Really? You're 13-0. That's like saying you're you're 32-0 in basketball. Yeah, I would I would say maybe eight and nine if those you. But remember yeah. how Houston good was. Houston's in the same conference. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. anyway, Florida State. I mean, if you are a fan of college football, this is completely wrong, and I get it. Michigan would probably destroy them, and mm-hmm. everybody knows that I am a diehard Michigan State fan. But I have to look at this in two ways. Michigan. So now you put. I mean, you, you you devastate and you ruin the dreams. You ruin the things of college football. If if you're a true fan, I get it. All Alabama fans are all ecstatic, and University of Texas is stoked that their team is in. But they're not 13 and 0. No. So I think what the real argument is the integrity of the sport. Just like the coach for for uh, for Florida State, Mike Novell said. What's the point of playing a game? What's the point? Is, aren't, aren't you supposed to play the game? And if you do everything what you're supposed to, you're supposed to get rewarded. And looks like uh, Florida State got punished. All because one guy that could not play because he broke his leg or ankle or something was wrong. Is, I mean, he... And then the second string. Okay, so you wonder, if the second string quarterback would have been in, yeah. would they be in? I mean, they're on their third-string quarterback. So well, if he's the second-string quarterback, do they, do they get to go? I think they have to. But wait, but what happened to the second-string quarterback? He, he got effing hurt, too. Oh, and that's why they were on a third-string quarterback going into that game against Louisville, and that's why that game was so tight, 16-6. to six. Oh. He had only passed for 35 years, yards in his whole career before yeah. that game. Yeah. So here's what makes me sick about all of this on top of – and even if you don't like the ACC and it's a weak conference, but – those other kids deserve the chance. And then you penalize Florida State. First of all, they're not in 13 and 0, right? And then you do, I'm sorry to say this, and I'll put it in the nicest terms possible. I won't drop an F bomb. We all know what the F bomb is. And then they put Florida State still got a New Year's Day bowl. Okay? They got it. Yeah. Got a new, which is a, is a, a reward and it's whatever. Semi reward. Sem- it's kind of it's kind of like a pat in the back for something that you Shouldn't have to take. But, you should take the big reward. Right. So the semi-reward that is supposed to be a semi-award is not even a semi-reward because the BCS decided to put double fuck you. Sorry, I thought I was going to tone it down. But the <laughs> double F-bombs because now they got to play fucking Georgia. And Georgia is going to be absolutely pissed. They're already favored by 14. They're probably going to cover 14 plus. Like, I mean... I don't have anything else to say. I mean, I mean look, they're double screwed. I mean, look, you're punishing this team twice. You punish them then by taking them out of the BCS playoff. And then you're screwing them over by saying, well, we know that you're on your third string quarterback, 
But you know what? We want to give something, a, 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 a reward to Georgia for something that they didn't deserve or they don't. Georgia should not even be playing against Florida State. Georgia should be playing somebody like Oregon. Or Ohio State. Or Ohio State. At least give them a competitive game for them. And maybe maybe Flo- Florida State plays Liberty. I mean, why is Oregon playing freaking Liberty? Yeah, I mean, that's just, to me, you're make, I mean, it's big money for Oregon and big money for Georgia. Uh, maybe they're thinking that's going to help out Florida State to gain more money because they're still going to lose one way or another. I mean, the integrity of the game, to play the game, that's the whole point of playing the game, is to give the team an opportunity to, to do something that they maybe not be able to do. Maybe they would be an upset against Michigan. Maybe we'll I have- don't know the exact stat, but both of those games, Oregon versus Liberty is like a 15-point spread, and Florida State versus Georgetown, or Georgia is almost like 14 and a half. For a New Year's Day bowl to be that high of a spread, and these are supposed to be teams that are in the top 10 or 12, it's got to be one of the highest spreads ever on New Year's Day. Well, like here's another thing that you have to think about this. If I was thinking, you know what, how I was like talking to you about, it's about ratings, about ratings, and more about ratings, and all this stuff about ratings. But think about this. Now the ratings are going to really suck. Because what if Florida State loses by 21 or 20 or 14, go down 14 in, in the first half or in the first quarter? Who's going to end up watching the rest of the game? I'm not. You're I'm not going to watch Oregon versus Liberty. I'm not going to watch. I probably won't watch the Florida State game either. No, exactly. So because, because of that, because if you think about the scenario of the ratings for college football, you're going to get people not watching those two games because Oregon is going to kill them. Uh, Florida State is going to get killed by Georgia. So ultimately, no one's going to watch those two games. And if, 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 if Florida State's going to get killed and they have a 13-0 and record, they deserve to be killed by our home state. University of Michigan. Yeah, or at least by Texas or Washington. And let's not even talk. Let's jump over to the Texas. Oh, and, my God. In Washington. Who's getting more uh, punished more for because they have a great record? Penix is one of the leading uh, goal runners for the Heisman. Heisman. And, and what what the best way to, to screw a whole team, a whole state, the whole university to put in the game an hour and a half away from Dallas. I mean, an hour it's away from in Dallas, Rome. Texas, Jerry's world, and we didn't even know if Texas was going to be in the playoffs. And then you reward them. Yeah. And and the and the worst thing about this is there there's no reason that Texas had to be in Dallas, Texas. Michigan and Alabama could have been placed in Dallas, Texas, yep. and Washington and Texas could have been placed. In Pasadena. Yeah. Yeah, you could have done that. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's people say, well, it's not fair for, for Texas, no, for, uh, for, no, for Washington. But you know what? I mean, there's, it, wouldn't Pasadena be a nice place for Tex, uh, Longhorns and Washington to travel an hour and a half, two hours, three hours to that stadium? Wouldn't that be make more sense? And yeah, you know what? People say, well, Michigan and, and uh, Alabama. In, in Texas, yeah, I'm, look, Michiganers would have drove down there, University of Michigan fans would have drove down there and visited Texas to watch that game. They, they just would. Detroit or Michigan teams are teams that travel with a team. I mean, the Detroit Lions are traveling around the world to follow the Lions in New Orleans and everywhere else you go. So, so is. since we're on the Wolverines, yeah, if you look at all of this, mm-hmm. I know I've said that Florida State got double screwed. Mm-hmm. Washington got 1.5 screwed probably. Mm-hmm. Where do we put Michigan getting screwed? Because I honestly believe you think that Bama is the better team. They are. Bama is one of those teams with Nick Saban that like, he doesn't a lose. four seed is saying that like he's a number one seed. Like technically, yeah. because of coaching, 
I'm not trying to be mean to anybody. Nick, as much as I highly hate Alabama and I don't like Nick Saban and all of that shit, but Nick you know. Saban is the best coach out of the four playoff yeah. teams. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Harbuck is a great coach. But, He's not Nick Saban. But Jim, Saskatoon, or whatever how you say his name, is not that. And God knows I don't even know the Washington head coach's name. He's no Jim Harbug, and he's no Nick Saban. No. Harbug's number two, obviously. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't know. It's a fun fact. Jim Harbaugh has not won a bowl game against a team like Alabama in like forever. I don't think, the, when was the last time he won a bowl game like that? Stanford? A big game like that? Probably. Yeah. So, so think about this. I think Jim has much more on his plate to actually beat Alabama. Alabama is a bigger, stronger team. They, I, I'm, I'd be very surprised if Alabama is able to, not able to just run down the field and, and go through stages of Michigan. Michigan's going to have to, like Michigan's going to have to score right away. And when I mean right away, I mean they can't be kicking field goals. They can't be putzing around. They can't wait till the second half. Because the second half isn't going to matter. Because Michigan has one of the best second half uh, stats. that They have the least amount of opponents score on them in the second half. But I think that's not going to be part of that MO. I really don't. I think they're going... I think whatever whatever happens, Karam is going to have to have a great game. Edwards is going to have to have a great game. J.J. McCarthy is going to have to find Wilson, Wilson and their tight ends like no other. Michigan's going to have to play up the pace. And I think if they can get ahead of that game in the first half and still take the lead by the third and the fourth quarter, then, then they can slow the game down. But depending on how far they, if they're if they're ahead by ten points, by the fourth quarter they could still score, but they need to slow the game down by running. But Alabama's defense of guys, I think they could be able to get in the backfield. With Michigan the, has more talent than on that offensive wise. Offensive offense, yeah, maybe, but I think the bigger athletes for of. You know, for Alabama, they're gonna be able to run between the tackles against against Michigan. I hope the I, for the sake of Michigan, I hope they're starting quarter are starting running back for uh, Bama. No, oh. Bama is still hurt. Yeah, because look at they won that game against Georgia without their starting. He has a whole month to get better. I know, so he'll probably he'll probably be playing that game. Or, Michigan or, started out as a favor of minus two and a half when that rate when those ratings came out, and less than twenty five effing minutes, somebody placed a big bet because it went to down down to minus one and a half. Jeez, yeah, I just don't. I really, I think if any of this, if anything happens, I think this might be the year that Michigan beats Alabama. This could be the year that. Jim Harbaugh breaks everything, where he gets suspended, he 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 gets what somewhat fine maybe, but I think he'll. I don't know. I think this might be the game that Michigan beats Alabama. I don't know if they can beat Washington or Texas, because I've seen that Texas Alabama uh, Texas Oklahoma game, and that was a that was a shootout in itself. The thing between Texas and Washington, the thing I don't know what to say about this game because what, remember when we watched that USC Washington game, mm-hmm. or maybe no, you you watched it. I was at my I was at Tony's house, and there's no defense. So what defense shows up for that Washington team? Remember that score was like forty eight forty one, and yeah. Yeah, if you that. let Texas's running back run all over you, I don't know. I know Penix is don't find that receiver, that number one receiver is amazing, but yeah. in a shootout game, I don't know. Yeah, I would go the over on the numbers on that. I even I think I would even go with the over with Penix rushing. 
I probably think, throwing too. And throwing too, yeah. The over under is sixty three and a half. That's that's feasible. Thirty three or thirty four. Yeah. Thirty. And I think you know what? I think one of those teams is gonna end up winning by twelve or fourteen points. So it'd be like forty two to thirty three. The like money that. line for Texas basically a fucking home game yeah. is minus one eighty eight. So you could pair it with a different game in I mean Depending on who, for example, you could pair it with freaking, even if you, I mean, you could pair it with a, a team that is highly favored, like an LSU, and it goes to minus 108. So you'd have to pay, bet 5250 mm-hmm. to win 150. Like, yeah. I mean, Texas at home, I mean, I know. I mean, maybe Washington is going to be surprising us, but it, I just it's basically a home game. Whoever stops, I think whoever stops the last player in defense is going to win the game, right? Probably. Or whoever, I don't know. It'd be the in a turnover ratio. Whatever you throw a turnover, that game is very highly possible for turnovers. You understand? So, so that's possible. Yeah, I know. I think. We must have internet problems. That's why we can't get the Red Wings either. So, so I think I think it's possible that that game will be decided by turnovers. Now, I wish that FanDuel and or MGM or whatever had a turnover ratio on those games, because that's the game that is going to be a, probably like two or three turnovers. Don't you think? In the yes. Yeah, and yes. I wish yeah, I wish there was a turnover ratio. How many turnovers that one team is going to get? Or how many total turnovers it would be? It would be three overs or whatever. That'd be a cool bet. That'd be one of my favorite bets to make. But that's yeah. I yeah. mean, because you would think that um, Penix is going to try to go deep. Maybe he throws a pick, mm-hmm. and then maybe the. I mean, I you know what I. Would really like as a, a, a option, mm-hmm. and I told this to Tony, and I don't know who they're going to play. I mean, first of all, I think maybe um, Texas squeaks by Washington, but here's what ends up happening in the national championship game. So, and I wish this could, I wish this would be a bet. Because I would jump all over this bet, okay. and 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 maybe just throw twenty bucks at it, and I I would assume that twenty bucks would be it probably be times like six hundred. What oh. I'm about to say, mm-hmm. so twenty bucks times six would be you know one hundred twenty bucks. It might even it might even be higher. It might be like a thousand. So it would be okay. like twenty times a thousand would be two hundred bucks. Oh, okay. So Texas is playing a game, and let's just say it doesn't matter if it's Bama or Michigan. The thing that ends up happening in this game, in the national championship, mm-hmm. Ewers gets hurt. Their starting quarterback gets hurt. From Texas. And? You know who comes in? Who? Baby Manning. And Manning oh, wow. wins the motherfucking game on a final drive. Wow, that'd be awesome. Manning wins the game because Ewers gets hurt on a passing touchdown. Wow. Wow. You know, speaking of that. That would be a fun bet. Speaking of that, why would, look, baby Manning, I forgot about him on that team. But don't you think it'd be strange to know that he didn't go to Ole Miss or Tennessee? Tennessee. Don't you think if he went to either of those teams, players would follow him? This is what's going to happen. If Ewers stays at Texas, Manning is not going to sit the bench again. Manning is either going to transfer Mm -hmm. to Buckeye Nation. Oh, please stop. Or, or, Georgia. Yeah, I can say Georgia. But Buckeye Buckeye Nation. No, no, we know why. Because Ohio State doesn't like white quarterbacks. <laughs> Did we just say that on the okay? <laughs> they don't. Poor McCord is leaving. JJ Barrett. JJ Barrett was black, wasn't he? Oh, that's right. Yeah, he was black. Never mind. <laughs> They're all black. 
Not to say that, look, Coach Trusser is a genius for the Wildcat offense and how they set it up. Yes, you, you need a mobile quarterback. Most white guys can't run. That is true. But the fact that you let Joel Barrow and then this kid, McCord, who clearly has proved to himself that he can compete against Michigan, and all because he has a bad ankle for that game against Michigan and loses off a pick, Ryan Day, and in an in an interview when they ask him who's going to be your starting quarterback next year, and he gives this weird answer about I we are still looking into the options of the quarterbacks and everything else. And you know what happens a day later? McCord goes somewhere else. But in reality, can McCord go anywhere that he's going to be a decent quarterback? Or did we not know? Okay, here's a better question. Did we not? Did we not know that uh, Joe Barra was a gummy, a good quarterback, or was it just one of those fluke things that people say, "Oh, who's Joe Barra?" Or did Joe Barra really have the talent, and Ohio State just didn't want to start him because C.J. Strong was there, and then he transferred to LSU and won him the championship. Yeah. So the real question is that was Joe Barra underrated or was he overrated based on the fact that he just wasn't playing at Ohio State. Hmm. I don't know, but how many times do we have a quarterback switch from Ohio State and then go win a championship? Well, Alabama has the same thing, too. Go to Alabama, to Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Poor caddy's not getting in the NFL. You know who we were talking about. Bryce Young. Yeah. Yeah. But I do don't, I don't blame him for his bad season. I blame the. I think his best receiver is a ninety-year-old Adam Thielen. Yeah, but still, you don't have an offensive line. You fire your head coach in the middle of the year, which I don't even know why you would do that. For, for, for God's sake, you don't even let the kid develop, and then you get the guy that used to be the running back head coach. I mean, the running back coach for Detroit Lions ditched Detroit, which I'm kind of happy because I think he his badass attitude towards his. Running backs kind of swift left Detroit. Since we are talking and you drifted to the Bengals, you mean, and you're talking about Joe Barrow, we got to talk about Browning because he went to Washington and, you know, he led him to a nice victory last night against the Jacksonville Jaguars. You know what? I mean, Browning is a decent quarterback. I mean, he's got a lot of weapons. I mean, good God, he's got Tyler Boyd, Joel Mixon scores two touchdowns and Chase, you know. You got Chase on the team, and luckily McPherson hits a game-winning field goal, f- and they win. But the Bengals are back in the playoff hunt. Yeah. And Trevor Lawrence has got a sprained ankle. That's not good. No, I mean, look, look, look. When you got Trevor Lawrence doing a bit too much, you got Etienne Jr., who is actually hurt. And they're not going to be – they're not going to admit that he's actually hurt. But he's hurt. So – you don't have the backup running back. Like Detroit has two running backs, Jamal Gibbs and... They kind of have three. They use that receiver. Oh, yeah, Raymond. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, that's... The, it, it, and it's so weird that the NFL has two, court, two running backs. And remember, in the 80s, in the 70s, they used two running backs, two guys in the backfield. You just didn't know who was going to get the ball. But and now, the Steelers used two court running backs. Yeah. Craven or in uh, Najee. Najee Hens, yeah. yeah. So that's so weird that these running backs are not built for the NFL. They're not built like Walter Payton. They're not built like Barry Sanders. And now clearly not built like Emma Smith because Emma Smith would still play hurt. That's something about and people can't say. As much as I don't like Dallas, I do like Dallas. I like. Troy Aikman, and I really didn't mind when Dallas won a Super Bowl. You love the moose. Yeah, that guy was a hell of a fallback. No, we don't have many, many of those anymore. Yeah, exactly. So, but you know who else was a great fullback? Who? Sorry to interrupt. I love this guy, Mike Allstott. Oh, yeah, from uh, Tampa. Boiler up. Choo choo. Boiler up. Choo choo. <laughs> oh, so. <laughs> So, so, but you have to give Emma Smith credit that he didn't play, that he played hurt, 
and things didn't go his way sometimes, and he didn't quit. I'm not going to talk about it. I'm not going to tell people. You're the best offensive line in the league. He didn't have any reason to quit, you know? Yeah, but at least he didn't. I don't know. I mean, it's just too much. I just, just have this thing about quitting. But who do you hate quitting more? Do you hate Barry Sanders or do you hate when uh, the wide receiver? Kelvin Johnson? Yeah. Nope. I'm going to say Barry Sanders. Okay. I'm going to say Barry Sanders. Okay. This is why. Oh, leave it at. I this is stirred why. stirred the pot. Sorry. I'm an ass. But this is why. This is why. Because Barry quit like a day before training camp. And that's BS to me. You didn't give the team any time to draft or trade for a running back. That's fair. And the Red Wings score again. At least something was good in Detroit. Do you know what they do at the Red Wings game? Woo! Woo! I know. I don't. And they play Eminem's song. I know. How does? <laughs> wait a second. How did that translate to the Red Wings? Because that used to be just a Michigan thing, and now it's a Red Wings thing. I don't know. That's just so crazy to think that the Ric Flair, uh, woo, is going everywhere, and it is really fun. You know, they just don't make wrestlers like that anymore. They got a bunch of muscle heads that can't act. And that's oh, can I, since we got on wrestling <laughs> for a second. <laughs> this is, this is, so, this is what's so crazy. I didn't know this. So, I guess Tony forgot. He still wants the jersey signed by Charles Woodson. Yeah. But he already has an 8x10 in a frame signed by Charles Woodson. And he had it out when the Michigan game was going on this weekend. And it's beautiful. But that's not what I was trying to talk about. I guess his son, Junior, mm-hmm. um, Met Triple H and has a WWE signed Triple H. What belt? How? He went to one of the WWE matchups and I saw it. It's in his house. It's around the corner where the Barry Sanders. He put it up there. No way. Yeah, he found it. He's like, I. He's probably high when he was looking for it. Is it? Is it like a real belt? It's a real. It, it's the. It's the minute. Not his personally. It wasn't behind Triple H's belt. You know, it wasn't a real oh. one. But it's one of those ones you probably paid thirty or fifty dollars for, and it says Triple H. Oh, I wonder how much that is. I bet you that's worth some bucks. Because I mean, when you that's DMX, that's Shawn Michaels. He's. I would rank him up there as the Ric Flair era. Macho Man, Randy Savage, and the yeah, Warrior. Well, well, he was after all. And Jake guys. the Snake. Oh, Jake the Snake, classic. That was snakes. Poor athletes get bit by that snake. There'd be something of those snakes with venom. Ain't another wrestler dies. <laughs> Jake the snake. Look, look, of all the wrestlers that you like, as I don't watch WWE anymore. Who was your favorite WWE wrestler of all time? WCW and WWF. It would either have to be the ultimate warrior. Or, oh yeah, Ooh. take a bite into a slam jam. Yeah, I do. Like, yeah, I think, I think Ric Flair. I mean, I no, I think Macho Man Randy Savage. Macho. Ooh yeah. Yeah, you do it better than I do. Welcome to the slam jam. Snap it like a slam jam. Ooh yeah. Where's Elizabeth? And his voice isn't even close to that. I know his real voice. No. Uh, yeah. He talks very light. Like, talks like this, like yeah. us. But he had to create a character. Could you imagine doing that every night? And then your throat gets dry and you can't talk the next night? Oh, shit. The Red Wings scored two goals. I know. Sorry. See, I just said that. <laughs> you didn't hear me. I thought you said one. No, they said score two. This is crazy. The Red Wings is the only thing that's good in Detroit. Well, the Lions. Detroit Lions, yeah. Oh, can we talk about the Lions because we're back in the Lions because they almost blew the mother effing game. Well, you know what? 21 nothing. Aaron Glenn, I'd like to thank him for being an idiot. So fire him. Well, you can't fire him in the middle of the season because the coach, because the players are used to his style. So you okay. can't do that. What you need to do is like do your homework, do film study, understand. You know what? I tell you this. I tell you this. When when Camara Camara scored three effing touchdowns and he only had like three or four all fucking season long. Yeah, but this is what happened. When the Saints started to go to Camara. Detroit Lions should have changed their their game plan. 
and the game plan was to stick with Camaro. You know what they still did? They still were on a nickel defense. There, or not? I'm sorry, it wasn't really nickel, but it wasn't a nickel or dime. But there are two safeties. Oh, you just changed that one. Those two safeties were so back that the that Carr recognized it. And when Carr recognized it, guess who? Um, guess who they changed the ball to? Camaro. Everything was about Camaro. And Detroit could not figure out how to get, how to stop Camaro. And everything that they played, everything that did the defense called, it was a, to go away from Camaro. And that was the dumbest thing in the whole effing world. There, Aaron Glenn, I swear, I swear he really does not know what that team's going to do. I really don't. As we're looking for for the other remote to watch the Michigan State basketball, I wonder if they're still down by 300 points. I guess we'll find it later. They're down 11 right now, but it's got to be almost overtime is over. But anyway, the Lions. I didn't see that break of the leg by the Oh, my gosh. You saw it live. Dude, dude Camara okay, has been – Kamara gets the ball. I can't remember. It was a little short pass by Carr. Or I don't know. It was a running play. I think it was a running play. He runs to the left to the left side hash mark. And the chain guy is standing there like he should be. And, and then this way. Then he lands. Kamara lands on this guy's leg. And his leg gets broke. It's the most disgusting thing I've seen. I heard it was pretty bad. It was live too. So you, you saw it. You're like, oh, everyone at everyone at the everyone at the glass house saw it at the same time, and everyone's like, oh, it was the most disgusting thing I've seen in my whole life. It was as bad as that. Fritz, uh, Fritz Gerald from um, the L.A. basketball. I think it was. No, was it Cleveland Cavaliers or L.A.? He, would you, do you remember? The, he went for the dunk. Yeah. And he came down. And oh, what would, Gordon what, Haywood. What, what game was that? It was the Boston Celtics. And he was. I don't remember who they were playing, but Gordon Haywood, the former Butler University, the, the Butler that beat Michigan State in the Final Four. Yeah. But, yeah, his one done. He went for the dunk. He dunked it, and he came down and broke his leg. Do you remember the South Carolina uh, uh, Lattimore? He also, that one was really bad, too. Oh, it went the other way. It's just, but, yeah, Gordon know. Hayward, you didn't think he was ever going to come back, and he's playing now again. But It was so awful. It was just Lions win, though. Yeah. Nine and three. First time since 1962 or 61, something like that. Three-way tie for second place. Cowboys, 49ers, and Lions. <laughs> Good God, the the game that you thought was going to be a good game was the 49ers game, but that was a massacre. They went into Philly and just annihilated them. They beat, you know what they did? They beat them at their own game. And you, you know who finally showed up? Debo Samuels, finally. I Thank you, Debo. You know what? I had you on my team. I drafted you, you tool. Oh, I'm hurt. I'm always hurt. You know what happens? I start losing. Thank you, Debo. I'm out of the playoffs, thanks to you. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. It's not just you. It had to do golf every once in a while. He didn't show up. Couldn't play on the road. But so it makes it a very interesting matchup for this upcoming week, the night game, mm-hmm. which we'll talk about later. But I mean, in the week. But Cowboys are nine and three, and the Eagles are ten and two. We could have by by next. But and it's the only small part I'm going to say about this because we go back to the games that were different. There could be a four-way tie after this weekend. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. okay. But, you know, the 49ers did their job. The Lions did their job. We already knew the Cowboys did their job because that was on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um, we, let's go to baseball. Okay. Otami met with the Yankees. Dodgers. Dodgers? Mm-hmm. Oh, I think he said the Yankees. I, think Not, I mean, he might have met with the Yankees, but he met with Roberts and the Dodgers for two to three hours today. He could have met with the Yankees. I just don't know. I think it was three hours. I think he's going to go to the. I, you said he's probably going. He might have a bigger favorite going to the Cubs. But I don't know why. Maybe you go join that ja- other Japanese player. 
Mit, uh, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not going to try to pronounce his name because I don't want to murder it. So I don't want to murder your name, Mister uh, Japanese player. Uh yeah. But of all the places, where do you think he's going to go? Do you think he's going to Dodgers or the Cubs? Whoever pays him more, which means it's probably going to be. He. I don't think he'll go. To the I game. don't think that. I, how the. F- Flipping hell are the Dodgers going to get this guy, dude? I mean, you already got Freddie Freeman. You got you just signed Hayward again to a $9 million contract. You got Mookie Betts. Yeah. You signed Lux again. You got a, the pitching. I don't know how. I mean, I know that you can pay luxury taxes. I don't know how they can afford on Otani. No, I don't think it's fair, to be honest with you. I think it's not fair that the Dodgers or the Yankees or the Red Sox. Or the Red Sox. Have such and a maybe the Cubs can be thrown in there like four or five. But. Yeah, yeah, because now they're the new uh, Yankees where they just buy players. Well, you know what's funny is that that Cubs guy who was a Dodgers starts with a B. Bursley number. Who's that guy that's sending fear for the Cubs? He only signed like a two a year. Ballinger. Cody. He's probably not going to be in the Cubs. No. He's not going to go. I think. Because they only had him to a one-year contract. I think, you know, who I think has a better chance of getting him than Otani is the Yankees. But would you want to go to the Yankees? Because it's such a curse for players like that. I mean, it really is. They just don't look at what they've done. Look what they've had, and they couldn't do anything these last few years. Who are the Yankees? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you had uh, Yankees didn't even make the playoffs this year. I know you, you, you had Carpenter, an old man that didn't do nothing. You had to trade Donaldson, and he went to a playoff team. You traded somebody else, and they made it to the playoffs. Montgomery with the other team, yeah, Texas. He won a World Series, yeah. You know, I mean, I think I think the Yankees need to do what they used to do back in the 1930s and the 20s. Is they they need their farm system to be a lot better. They've gone away from that. They used to buy players, but you know what? You can't just buy players anymore. Just make them feel like they're a Yankee. Because if you don't, the Yankees are now like a team that you want to hate. Where the 1920s and 1930s, they were the team that that you wanted to be on because everyone loved the Yankees with Babe Ruth and Joe DiMaggio and Yogi Berra and all that. So everyone wanted to be a Yankee. But this era has long been gone. I mean, it's just not, it's just not there no more. So two teams said they will not trade these two players. First of all, the Angels GM Kim set out, Trout is not available and will not be traded ever money yeah, talks yeah. Mm, another team the Astros said that their third baseman Bergman will not be traded either Nah, you know what I think I think the Astros will either have a bad year this year and that they're going to start disbanding the team because it's time to move on do you think not, they're not going to move on if they keep winning no, 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 you're right. And yeah. they somehow find a way to get to the American League Championship every year. They just play. They're a team that they, I think the team that everyone hates, they know that they're the most hated team in Major League Because well, they cheated. I mean, yeah. I hate the Astros. I mean, growing up, we hated the Yankees, right? Yeah. The Yankees, we despise the Yankees no matter what. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. but now... I think if you're a baseball fan, you hate um, the Astros, the Astros yeah. more than the Yankees because they cheated. Yeah. They tainted the game, like the integrity of the game, like we talked about integrity in college football. Yeah. Like, if you ruin the integrity of the game, I'm not going to like you. Yeah, yeah, that's and, true. That's true. I do agree with that. Look, who... Did you hate the Yankees with Derek Jeter because Jer- Derek Jeter is from Michigan? Kind of I respected that. Derek Jeter. Yeah. I, I liked too. Derek Jeter. Yeah. Yeah, I did too. And I respected Mario Rivera because oh, of guy. what he went through and taking that little raft over and 
the only player for his whole career that got to wear red wear forty two. Oh, that's true. Jackie Robinson. Like oh, everybody true. else had that retired, and the only reason that anybody else could ever wear the number forty two was on Jackie Robinson Day. Fucking Mario Rivera had forty two on all twenty some plus years that he played. Oh yeah. They gave true. him an exception. I don't know if it was because he took the boat over and he barely survived through all those hurricanes and running from his country and all that shit. But you know, even that's a guy I respect. I, I bet my money that Jackie Robinson, when he was alive, he didn't care. He's like, I let him have it. Oh, probably. He's one of those guys. Like, you know what? He's a good player. He's decent. He doesn't. He's not uh, dirty. One of the best closers of all time. Uh, he might be the best closer mm-hmm. of all time. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I don't know who else could be coming close to that. No. I mean, the only closer that I remember was a Detroit Tiger, Willie Henderson. Horrendous. Is he better than Trevor Hoffman? Uh, I can't tell because he was such. I was a little kid when they won the World Series in 1984. Oh, I tell you who was probably just as good as uh, Martinez is that uh, the guy from the Dodgers in the 1990s or something, early 90s, for 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 Fernando Garcia or something. Oh. Or what about the Gi- what about the Giants guy that had that long beard, Romeo? Oh yeah, I remember that guy. They always had him come in. He was pretty good. Yeah, I yeah. mean, you win three World Series, he's got to be up there somehow, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, Detroit Tigers. If they had a closer, we would have probably won at least one championship with uh, Miggy. So the White Sox pick up Will Feed. Yeah, is he any good? He was with the Washington Nationals. He's got a ring. He played with Soto. Oh, yeah. so Soto. Mm. What Most else? Old. I mean, Most and then old. you had. I don't. This guy's been in the league forever, and he was a former Tiger. He's in the minor league, a minor league deal with the Mets. Jose Iglesias, reasonable he's, shortstop. He's still playing. Yeah. yeah. Gosh, he hasn't hunted up yet. I'm surprised because his bat wasn't that great in Detroit. I think he had like a 260 or something to bat in Detroit. He's a great. Second baseman, shortstop. Second baseman, shortstop. He was great at that, but he really was not that great with his bat. I don't remember him at all. At all for that, to tell you the truth. At all. But you know what, folks? Dylan Cease might get traded to the Braves. Yeah, that's fair. Nah, I don't like the Braves. So we're t- but, but anyway, you know, that was a little baseball view. That's good because we're trying to nail all the other sports. Oh, of course, we didn't want to talk about basketball because Detroit's going on their 18th losing streak. 16 in a row in November. If anybody cares, you had the in-season tournament last night and the Pelicans won and the Pacers upset the Celtics. What do you think of that? Is that just a waste of time to care about that tournament? What does that mean to the for, for the rest of the league? What does that mean for fans? They win like five hundred thousand dollars extra, and they get a they get a the mid season trophy, and they get a ring. I mean, sounds like uh, in a a, uh, partici- a participant trophy for everyone that loses in the real in, in the real NBA season. That's what it sounds like. It sounds like a like a, a special Olympics trophy, Pelicans are going to get a trophy because they're Special Olympics, and then they can't <laughs> and they can't beat LA or or, or Denver. Or and it's only a one game thing. That that's the kicker. Like anybody can win a night game. Like I mean, Not tonight, Detroit. tonight the 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 Bucks are playing the Knicks, and the Bucks are up six, but. At the same time, it's a one-game elimination, and the you know the NBA, you can be down twenty fucking points and still win the game, you know. And the Lakers somehow are favored against the Phoenix Suns. I yeah, that makes sense because Phoenix Suns are not that good anymore. I think they're Booker, Durant, yeah, Bradley Beal, and a shitty center though. Look, like Durant is Durant is no more different than than Kyrie Irving. And my favorite guy, Westbrooks and Harding, he's kind of like a cancer. Everywhere he Who goes. Who is? Kevin Durant. Cancer's got a ring. 
Durant's got a ring. Yeah, but that's that's handicap. Right? It was that team. But right, you are right. Russell and uh, Harden and the Clippers, they can't fucking win. No, and you know what? I'm telling you the truth. Durant, his teams are going to win more. But he, look what he did in 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 Brooklyn. They didn't do nothing. Nothing. Durant still had his points. I would always take Durant's over under points, for sure. Like if you had a pick, and that's what I do if if I was a Detroit fan, I would take the over under points for K Cunningham. He seems like the only guy on the team that's able to score points. Michigan's only down three. Who? Michigan State's only down by three, and we have no idea where the fucking control is. All right, we are at the fiftieth minute, so <laughs> so we're going to end this because there's nothing else really to talk about. Enjoy and, that weather this weekend, but uh, Michigan. It's going to be 51 degrees, baby. We're right back at spring or fall. Yeah, it's not supposed to be very nice tomorrow, I think. It's rain and snow, but then we're going to be in the 40s, and then we're going to be 51 Friday, and then 47 Saturday, and, and then 40-some. Then and then it's just going to go downhill. El Nino is supposed to be a good year, but anyway, we're wrapping it up. Yeah, we're wrapping it up. It's always important to wrap it up, by the yeah, way, yeah, if right. you're having fun. Sean is really <laughs> looking for a girl to pregnate. No. So he might no. not get wrap it up. He really wants kids. He might be downgrading to dogs and cats. I do want dogs. Fuck the cats. <laughs> I want dogs. <laughs> What's wrong with you? What's wrong with those pussy cats? <laughs> Seriously. <that's laughs> you better get, yeah, exactly. You better get it fixed. No. Anyway, oh, now we can quit. <laughs> hey, hey, thank you for listening to the Crazy J Podcast Show. This is your boy, aka Crazy Crockett, with my main man Parlay Sean. Always great to be here. Oh yeah. So Thursday is the game plan to do the football parlay stuff. Since you guys seem to like that a lot. Especially when Sean's doing it with me. So Peace, love, gold red wings. You got to say, hey, go stay. Go Spartans. Let's make a good comeback. Yeah. Um, All right. Peace, love. We're out.